fighting is gullibility. The Kate Daly Show starts now. This is something that made me go, hmm. As you may know, I have had my insurance license in the state of California for over a decade. And when I was reviewing policies for 2024, I noticed this new exclusion. Look here. This is under exclusions and expenses not covered on a 2024 Cigna health policy. Treatment of an injury or sickness which is due to war, declared or undeclared, riot or insurrection. This is not typical. This is an insurance policy from United last year for 2023. And the language typically reads like this. What happens with my coverage under extraordinary circumstances? And it says in cases of disaster, epidemic, war, riot, insurrection, that they will do their best to provide the services you need. But now take a look at United's 2024 health insurance policy. Another exclusion, T, war. We do not cover an illness treatment or medical condition due to war declared or undeclared. Cigna and United aren't the only ones that have changed their language excluding war from their policies. Anthem has also done this and it just makes you wonder why in the world would that be the case? Hmm. Guess I'm not wondering. Guess I'm We're going to war. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can you believe that? Yeah. And uh, it's not just on those couple of companies, that's a pretty weird and drastic change. And to say that last year it was, if extraordinary circumstances happen, we'll do what we can, right? Now it's not covered at all under extraordinary circumstances, not just not covered. Okay. Here's the interesting thing I see there. Okay. War. Yeah. Well, if there's a biological attack Mm -hmm. and everybody gets the new virus... Uh huh. They can claim it was an act of war. I mean, you're not covered. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's all they have to say. Yeah. We consider that an act of war. Declared or undeclared. Yep. Yep. There's a reason for that language. And not to freak anyone out. We're really not trying to do that. I know it's 2024. We're alive. We're back. Um, That is not the intention at all. But I do feel like, look, you can't also ignore the signs and ignore the things that you can maybe get prepared for in some way or another, or at least be aware of, right? Yeah. It lots going on in the country right now. So that's a big insurance change. Yeah, huge. Okay. And uh, then we also have the Epstein list, which is pretty blacked out, <laughs> right? Why would, what would justify redacting this list? <laughs> uh, I can think of one reason. We don't want you to know who that was. <laughs> Did anyone actually think that people were actually going to be now known? No. no, no. It's like it's like trafficking. They'll never yeah. go after the big people. They'll never go after the real trafficking rings. It's always yeah. the low level. Anyway, it's I, for the people that were sitting there going, "Can't wait till that comes out." No. I mean, and it's out. Okay. They released the list. Uh, Every name was crossed out, <laughs> but they released the list. <laughs> You have a paper with some words on it. Yeah. I mean, that's about the... It's ridiculous to even think that. Georgia. Did you want to comment on Georgia? Georgia. Oh, gosh. No. Okay. <laughs> Does not want to comment. Um, so that it's been interesting because of the fact that um, um, somebody doesn't want to uh, testify. And that somebody... What's kind of interesting about it is that um, 
that it's the same person that kept calling out the fraud or call, not you know trying to hide the fraud and everything, but won't testify. So the the lawsuit in Georgia that was won uh-huh. uh, by by the uh, that group that defends Trump. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And. And okay. the, the law, the the law was based, or the lawsuit was based on an anti-riot law that was broken. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't drop the lawsuit and dismiss the, those counts, then it would have been ruled that it was a riot. Mm. And they don't want it ruled a riot because right. if it's a riot, then it's not an insurrection. You can't have it both ways. So they messed up. They made the wrong charge under the anti-riot law, mm-hmm. and they had to have it dismissed intentionally to keep calling it a resurrection, uh, insurrection, resurrection. Yeah, but I got that in mind. Oh my gosh, insurrection! I'm <laughs> yeah, so sick insurrection. Of that word. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, um, uh, so I made it sound like it was a female. Uh, it's the Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger refuses to testify under oath about the Secretary of State's Dominion voting machines. Um, so that's going on right now. And uh, what else was on my list? Um, high, uh, minimum wage up. You guys all heard that during the break, and then of course uh, during our Christmas break, and then of course. Kids having more voice in the political system. Children. They're really gunning for children to be adults. They're really gunning for that. It's really sickening. There's two different stories about minimum wage, though. Mm-hmm. One is the Federal Office of Personnel Management mm-hmm. announces that they're going to increase minimum wage for federal civilian employees right. to $15. Not everybody. Federal Employees, civilian federal employees, minimum wage fifteen dollars. Now, mm-hmm. the state of California announced they're raising the minimum wage to sixteen dollars an hour. However, this is how ridiculous it gets. California's In ridiculous. April, they're going to boost the hourly pay for fast food workers to twenty dollars an hour. If the restaurant has at least 60 locations nationwide. How might how much minutia can they get caught I, up in? Right, right. So if you own a restaurant chain that has 58 restaurants uh-huh. across the country, are you going to build two more <laughs> so that your minimum wage goes to $20 an hour? Yep, Heck exactly. no, you're not. Yeah, of course. Of course. I, it, it's so crazy. The government should have absolutely zero role in, in that, saying what you pay a worker, honestly. And no. I know there's a lot of people going, but well, you have to have a minimum wage. No, no, actually, because the workers will go places, they're paid fair wages. Right. So that would have taken care of itself anyway. But to say that the government dictates that, it's not constitutional. It's insane. It's insane. It, it is. <sighs> the market yeah. determines that. Yes. It's just that simple. I know. I, I'm... I, I just get floored when people find that what the government does is a must-have event, right? A must-have. We must have that, though. No, we, no, actually, we shouldn't. There's so many things like that, though. Um, it's funny, though. You know, well, one of the things uh, California is doing, first state to give taxpayer-funded medical insurance to illegals. 
Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> you know, I'm from California. I was raised there, and um, it's so sad. It's it's sad to me because it's such a beautiful place to live, but it's so overtaken by Gruesome and his commies that he, uh, friends of mine are, are moving out in droves because they can't take it anymore. They literally just can't take it. And I, I understand why, and it's just sad, and they're letting the, the Chinese buy it up. It's just, it's... it's um, it's pathetic. So what can I say? We're just trying to kind of catch up a little bit after being gone for 10 days. Um, but these kinds of things, anyway. Um, I also wanted to uh, tell you, um, I was talking about the pocketbook Chinese almanac for 2024. Kind of nice to see what they're perusing. And um, they said this year would be tumultuous. Mm-hmm. tumultuous whatever that means what does that mean i want to hear your predictions for this year i really do yeah did it say anywhere in the almanac to the chinese people learn to speak english <laughs> <laughs> keep buying up america and the east or you know on the coasts it's sickening isn't it it's just so sickening <sighs> mm-hmm. i know what are we gonna do let's take a caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead Yes, I'd like to talk about minimum wage for sure. a second. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Of course, it's unconstitutional, uh, mostly with uh, state constitutions and federal. Yeah. By definition, it's economic fascism. It uh, leads to higher cost of goods and services. Yeah. You yep. increase the forced increase the salary of your employee. You have to pass that on to who? The consumer. Yeah. But uh, one of the most uh, outrageous results of um, minimum wage laws mm-hmm. is the... Um, uh, unemployment rate goes up yep. every time the federal government's raised unemployment uh, uh, income t- unemployment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it go- there's a direct correlation with the unemployment. Yeah. So uh, it's tied absolutely. And of course, the same occurs in states with states mm-hmm. increase uh, minimum wage laws too. Yes. Unemployment goes up. So there's nothing defendable about minimum wage laws. I'm they have you. no right to control a businessman's business at all, I'm according with you. to the Constitution. Thank yep. you for that. Really appreciate it. I played a couple clips from Pastor Rod Parsley, who gave a great sermon, which was kind of crazy because it was a sermon, but he gave it on the Federal Reserve. It was like two hours long. But here's a clip talking about the fact that most people don't create anything. We create money and, um, and how they create money. And he was saying, you know, the paper is worthless. You have a $20 bill and a dollar bill, and they're both made with the same amount of ink, both on paper, but it's the weight we give it, right? It's the instrument. Um, it's not exactly a piece of wealth like gold or silver, but it's just the instrument to, to have belief that says you have some monetary value there. But he went back to the 1930s and he asked a good question. And I want to play this little clip for you. Here we go. It's a good question from uh, Pastor Rod Parsley. Um, Here we go. Reduce the supply of money below the necessary levels to sustain trade. Reduce the amount of this in the system below the levels necessary to sustain the current trade and you create a depression. In 1930, let me ask you a question. Did we not have farms? In 1930, did we not have factories? Did we have the greatest roadway system in the world at that time? 
Yes. Did we have the greatest communication system in the world at that time? Yes. Did we, did we have the greatest uh, uh, opportunity of trade with oceans on both sides and water systems like the Mississippi River running through the width and breadth of this nation? Did we have ability to move our goods and services? Yes. Did we have transportation and roadways? Yes. What did we not? Did we lack workers? Nope. Then what happened? I'll tell you what happened. The bankers decided no more money for you. Ooh, okay. We're going to leave it right there. No more money <laughs> for you. And, um, and really, when we're talking about minimum wage and the high to minimum wage, there's just so much there to unpack. Be right back, of course, on the Kate Daly Show. You're not going to want to go anywhere. Got to hear the rest of that. Be right back. Hey guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Thanks, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What are you doing, New Year's? Welcome back. Little Ella Fitzgerald for you. Uh, you know, it's funny. There's just not that many New Year's songs. It's kind of interesting. Bing's got one. Well, let's make let's start the New Year right or something like that. But there's just not a whole lot of songs. It's kind of interesting. Old Lang Syne. Uh, welcome back. Of course, 2024 is upon us. I know. It seems weird, right? I mean, the last three years seem like a blur to me. And it just, it's like a block of time. Is that, is it like that for you too? Yep. It's like this weird separated block of time, 2020 to 2023. Anyway, um, look, uh, please text Birch Gold, 989898. I was reading some alerts today about gold starting to rise and rising even higher now. And um, people are starting to gobble that up. Listen, it's a true form of wealth. It's really nice to have. And if I were you, I'd want everything backed by gold and you could do it or it won't cost you anything either, which is really nice. So at least get the free information by texting 989898. That's the phone number. And then text my name, Kate. Okay. Text my name and you'll get back some free information. Okay. But you got to include my name in order to do that. Uh, but they'll give you some free info to look at and it's really worth it. Oh man, is it worth it? Um, because I think things are really changing this year monetarily and you know, digital currency is coming in. Wells Fargo has already announced that it will be here by 2025. And I'm sorry, that's, <laughs> listen up, you know what I mean? Um, that's not good news. Not good news. Digital footprint upon us and um, our freedom goes to the wayside when that happens. Just make sure you're backed up by gold. Yep. Okay. Um, I also, well, there's, gosh, there's so many places I want to go. Let me, let me finish a little bit of this clip though, because this was pastor, uh, Rod Parsley talking to his congregation about the federal reserve and money creation. And in the 1930s, we were fine. So what happened? 
what in the world happened? Um, because the bankers didn't want to give you any money anymore. They only had money for war, right? In World War II. Here you yep. go. They got out of the stock market. I can give you the family names. They got out of the stock market the year before. Do you know all the money that was lost in the stock market as people began to sell their stocks one after the other after the other after the other and stocks that were valued at $10,000 were selling for 15 cents? And then they had to make a run on the bank because the, the banks, the stock market had said, oh, I'll tell you what you can do. You can borrow on margin. In other words, you can buy, the economy's really good here in the late 20s. Here's what you can do. You can borrow on margin for stocks. You can buy a stock at $100 worth of stock. You can buy it for $10 and we'll lend you the other money to buy the stock. And the stock is skyrocketing, so you stand to make a great profit. What they didn't tell the American people, and what you still don't know today, is that when they did that, they also put into that legislation that they would have a 24-hour recall. In other words, however much stock you bought, it would make a lot of money, but they could call that stock in, and you would be required not only to pay for the stock, but to pay for what you borrowed at interest from them. In other words, now you got to pay the $100 that they loaned you, but they're the ones that are calling it in. So when they called it in, you didn't have the money to pay for it, so you ran to the bank. But the bank only keeps 20% money on, on, on hand. They loan the rest of it out. So only 20% of the people could get any of their money out of the bank. So the banks collapsed. The stock market collapsed. All at the whim of the bankers who decided they wanted to make the money. Wow. All that stuff was being sold. $100,000 farms were selling for $3,000. Who do you think bought them? Ouch. Why are you looking at me funny? You know what you're looking at? You're looking like sheep that have been led to the slaughter and didn't know it. I'm going to continue. Can I continue? Wow. <laughs> and he's right. Yep. Everyone's got this look like, uh, I don't know, do I want to listen to this? And it was, it, and it was this whole congregation. This was 20 years ago when he talked about this and was explaining to people. And you don't know that or don't think they might do that again. Well, they've David. actually never stopped. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so much to the situation that we're in right now. When we talk about um, the government increasing minimum wage, when you're talking about where, where we're at as a society, when we're talking about California even giving Medicaid right now to illegals um, uh, or medical taxpayer funded medical yep, insurance yep. to illegals. There's just so much that our country's doing. And what do they want you to pay attention to today? Harvard. Who cares? Who cares who is president of Harvard? I could care less. My I don't give a damn meter busted. I don't care at all. And that's the news story they want you to pay attention to. They don't want you to see the looting of America. No. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's really important that we take care of ourselves for our sake and the sake of our family, taking balance in nature. I just feel better. I'm active. My wife and I go to the gym seven days a week. If the weather's nice like a day like this, I ride my bike. I've been taking balance in nature for the past 20 years. I won't give it up. I take balance of nature because it makes me feel great. I really thought that they paid people to say that stuff. And then I tried it. I was surprised. 
balance of nature really was the game changer. I'm serious. It works. Celebrate Christmas with us. Go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order, plus a free fiber and spice supplement. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this exclusive holiday offer by using discount code KATE. This is the Kate Daly Show. In a simple way, and if you need to know while I'm still standing, you just fade away. Don't you know I'm still standing better than I ever did? Kate Daly Show, just remember that. You're still here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting time because we know that so much is going on. That's why they want you to pay attention to that stupid Harvard story that nobody yeah. cares about. And they don't want you to see the looting of America. And they don't want you to see what they're doing to the kids. And they don't want you to see all this stuff. And um, and we could go on and on about it, right? But at the same time, you're still here. You're still standing. So the best thing you can do is get more educated, pass along the education, and get more prepared for what's coming. And that's really what you have control over, that and your health. Yep. So do it. It'll free your mind. It'll help you a little bit. And there's so much I want to play for you. But I do want to play three more minutes of the money creation and what happened to us, just because I think people could benefit by hearing it in a different way. So this is um, Pastor Rod Parsley talking to his congregation 20 years ago. So keep that in mind. This is from 2003. But I just kind of keep in mind what he's talking about, because sometimes if you hear it different ways, more makes sense for some weird oddball reason. Right, Uncle Milton? Okay, so here we go a little bit more on the national debt. You got to listen to this. Here we go. The debt that we are in as a nation. First of all, Americans are like sheep. They never ask themselves questions. If we have a national debt of six trillion dollars, it would be interesting to know who we owe. Can you ever ask yourself that question? Well, the national debt. Well, what is it? Who do we owe? Where do we get the money? What do we borrow it for? What's the interest rate? Who are we paying back? We don't know. We just go on. The national debt in 1901 was $1 billion. One. It stayed there until World War I. And it went up $25 billion after World War I. A jump from $1 billion to $25 billion as a result of one war. 1918 to 1941, on the eve of World War II, it had gone from $25 billion to $49 billion. 1942 to 52. It went from 72 billion to 265 billion. From 1962 to 1970, it went from 303 billion to 383 billion. From 1971 to 76, from 409 billion to 631 billion. From 1990, in 1990, from 76 to 90, it went from 631 billion to 2 trillion. You know that a trillion is a thousand billion. You understand that? I don't, I don't want to get these numbers so big to you that you don't understand. Let me break it down for you. In 1990, the national debt was 2 trillion dollars. 
as of today, you have to get it every day. As of today, it's six trillion seven hundred ninety-five billion nine hundred and fifty-five million seventy-four thousand six hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. It's over twenty trillion now. Isn't oh well, it twenty-five trillion, thirty trillion. Getting like close to thirty. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This That's is two thousand three. That's what we owe today. To whom? That's a good question. To whom do the citizens of the United States of America owe $7 trillion? Wait, it's growing. Are you ready? It's growing $1,006,000,000 a day. How's it growing if we're not borrowing anymore? Thank you. But your Bible doesn't call it interest. Your Bible calls it usury. See, when that banker comes along and said, well, it's just thus and so interest, you ought to look right back at him and say, you're using me. <laughs> do you- I love that, don't you? I do. So the true. national debt just mm-hmm. hit $34 trillion. $34 trillion. $34 trillion. Last time the, I looked, I think it was 27 The so. interest, the interest on the national debt is over a trillion dollars a year. It did a huge jump as they looted the country during COVID, by the way. But the que- the important question he asks <laughs> mm-hmm. is, who do we owe that who, money to? Yeah, what's the interest and who do we owe? Who's getting that trillion dollars a year in interest? I'm not. <laughs> and I loaned the money. <laughs> yeah, right? They called it tax. Yeah, Social security tax. So he says it's uh, usury. So here we go. This is like uh, one more minute. Here we go. So you don't think you can get out. You're looking at me like it's a mocking dream. Do you know right now, if we got together as the American people and we sold every building and every square inch of American soil for the total amount of its worth, we would have to pay back that America and two more. Phew. All right, caller, go right ahead. Well, okay, I remember back in 2008 when they were doing the bailout of the banks. This mm-hmm. is when the Tea Party started. Yes. And all of that was going on. I remember going in groups, we were protesting, saying, we cannot spend this $700 billion. And the reason why I said was, if you calculate what $700 billion is, that's a million dollars every day since the day Christ was born. Ouch. That gives you an idea how, that's only seven, that's not even a trillion dollars. That's 700 billion. No, you're right. The numbers, people go, oh, they get dazzled. But when I tell you to you like that, a million dollars a day since the day Christ was born, you then go, whoa. Yeah. And that's right. what got people out of their seats about this, like, we can't bail out the banks. Yeah. It's too much money. And that was the number we threw in people's faces was a million dollars a day. And I don't know what number we could throw out today, but it's a whole lot more. And people have to say, when is enough enough? We raised up enough. I remember in groups going to mm-hmm. county offices right, and making right. Stuart be like, do something about this. We don't want you to vote this bailout. He right. did anyway. Right. And then we voted him back in because we're idiots. Well, 
Yeah, that or voter fraud. But guess what? In just Afghanistan alone, we spent over $2 trillion for training and equipment and all that. Lost all that in one week. What was it for? Other than to make people money that were over there. We spend money in Ukraine. We spend money on all these money laundering operations. And that exactly, yep. that's exactly what it is. They're making the profit off of this money. They're sending money everywhere. Um, thank you for the call. Really appreciate it. So here's the question the American people should ask themselves. Okay. Two things. If you don't pay for your car, you know the bank is going to repossess it. Yes. If you don't pay for your mortgage, mm-hmm. you know the bank is going to foreclose. Yep. If the United States defaults on the $34 trillion in debt, what are they going to repossess? Who's going to repossess it? Or who's going to foreclose? Who owns us? No one. Mm. There's no one out there that can do those things. They they would have to go literally to war and take the United States of America in war to foreclose on that debt. We should just kind of wave a finger at them and say, (laughs) we're not paying anymore. Mm -hmm. We're just not paying this. Yeah. Or to whom? It's illegal debt anyway. It's illegal debt anyway. That's crazy. That's crazy. Look at all the money spent. I was looking at some some tape about the money we sent to Ukraine and how many walls we could have built and how many how many um, we could have taken every single homeless person in America. Not that we. I mean, whatever. The homeless thing is a whole different conversation uh, that we should have. But um, but it's so fascinating how easy it is for them to loot America in the name of whatever they're causes whatever they're doing but but the homeless issue is Mm -hmm. a good example of what goes on we spend billions and billions and billions of dollars in programs for the 500,000 homeless people (laughs) yeah we for the money spent Mm. we could buy them all a home we'll be right back hey daily show more with uncle milton we come back This is the Kate Daly Show. To have paddled in the stream from morning sun to night, but the seas between us broad have roared from Leah Michelle. She's actually from the show Glee, uh, singing Old Lang Syne. I do like her version, though. I think it's really pretty. Uh, it was uh, featured in the movie uh, New Year's Eve. Um, welcome back. You're now in 2024. You've had two solid days of 2024 now, and hope you're doing okay. Um, in fact, I think this year will be a little tumultuous. I think that there are some things coming, but I think that all you can do is prepare and For those that are kind of wondering why we brought in the big question, gee, who do we owe and who do we owe it to? It's because there's a lot of fakery. When when you can print money (laughs) and you own, you're the government and you own the Federal Reserve, um, and you act like it's a separate thing, but it's really not, then you can just print it. Yeah. And then the insurance changed to, gee, if we have a war or undeclared war, we're just not going to cover you at all. 
hmm, that's weird. That's different from 2023 when it was, we'll try our best. Now it's just, we won't cover you from war declared or not. That's a really strange thing. So just kind of connecting dots and weird things that could happen. Why is it though, that when the government is short on money, Uh they're allowed to print money? If if I'm short on money and I print money, they call me a counterfeiter. I know. I'll take fakery for 500, Alex. (laughs) Oh, lots of fakery. That's why I said 2024 is going to be a year where you have to really wade through the fakery and deceit to find what's real. Oh, boy. Because on social media, a lot of people are fake. You have fake accounts, fake comments. You have fake uh, AI newscasters. They were fake before, but now they're really fake. Um, you've got a lot of fakery going on. Japan um, brought out their newest uh, line of robots that look very humanoid, and it, there's a lot of fakery happening. So You know the latest fakery that I just love? What? They use the fake celebrities uh-huh. to sell fake CBD oil <laughs> as fake cures. Yeah. No, Dr. Oz yeah. has... Yeah. There's, yeah. Here, there's yeah. a thing where he's selling CBD oil to cure diabetes. Right. right. It's false. There's just a lot of, there's so much to see. Yeah. You know, there, what do you do? You, you're you going to have to have that spiritual lens on to kind yes. of feel what is real, what's not, because there's, there's, the fakery is so good and fake meat, fake food, fake, fake everything. It's it's sad. It's sad. We got into that point, but I, I do feel that that's a big deal coming up for us. There's a Swedish company now producing mm-hmm. fake steaks <sighs> with a with a, some kind of a printer. Oh that, yes, KFC actually yep. joined uh, arms with the 3D uh, uh-huh. company where chicken. they're they're doing it with chicken from biological cells. And the steak company Yummy. from Sweden, mm. restaurants all over yeah. Europe are yeah. selling it. I know. So I opened the show with what I thought prediction wise, a lot of fakery. I think 2025 is a, is, is kind of an earmarked year for, for digital ID and things like that. I think this is a year that you have to prepare a little bit more. Um, so do it while you've got some time while you can figure it out right now. What are are your predictions for this year? I predict that the fake meat market Uh and the death rate goes up. And we're going to see true soil and green. <laughs> so what? What perfect way to make fake meat, right? Uh, <laughs> um, I see it. Oh, you guys, get with your local farmers. Yeah. Um, seriously, fight fight the corruption of your local elected officials. I know we have loads of terrible ones, and then. Also prepare, prepare, prepare by making inroads with your local farmers and making sure that you get real meat, real food. As a matter of fact, my family for Christmas all bought real local beef. Really? Yep. Wow, that's nice. And picked it up and delivered it. Yeah, I love that. We all bought local. We're going to have to do that way more. Yeah, way more. It's the year, it's the fake year where they're bringing in a lot of stuff that you're going to think is real, but it's not. And there's a lot of fake talk show hosts, um, even on our right. There's a lot going on there where they try to keep your mind not on anything that's actually happening and low hanging fruits, kind of the idea to to tell you what you kind of want to hear instead of the truth. We're not going to do that. It'll make us very unpopular, but we don't care. (laughs) Well, we've been unpopular for years. I don't care. Um, Comments made in the year 1957. This will make you feel good as we end today's show because um, it hasn't changed much. 
Here's 1957. Kids today are impossible. Those ducktail haircuts make it impossible to stay groomed. Next thing you know, boys will be wearing their hair as long as the girls. <laughs> <laughs> we lived through this. Okay, we're good, right? I lived through the yep. 80s. Um, it won't be long before young couples are going to have to hire someone to watch their kids so they both can work. Ooh, ouch. Ooh. I think they'll pay 50 cents for a haircut. Forget it. <laughs> have you seen the new cars coming out? It won't be long before $5,000 will only buy a used one. It's here. <laughs> so, you know what? We're living through it. We're getting through all this, right? Because everything they predicted came true in 1957. If cigarettes keep going up in price, I'm going to quit. A quarter a pack is ridiculous. Did you hear the Did you hear the post office is thinking about charging a dime just to mail a letter? <laughs> <laughs> If they raise the minimum wage to a dollar, nobody will be able to hire outside help at the store. When I first started driving, who would have thought gas would someday cost 29 cents a gallon? <laughs> Guess we'd be better off leaving the car in the garage. I know. No one can afford to be sick anymore. 35 days a day, 35 bucks a day in the hospital is too rich for my blood. $35. Yeah, outrageous. There's no sense going to Lincoln or Omaha anymore for a weekend. It costs nearly $15 a night to stay in a hotel. <laughs> Thank goodness I won't live to see the day when the government takes half our income in taxes. I sometimes wonder if we're electing the best people to Congress. 1957, you think? In all fairness, that was 67 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's improved. They're all swarmy. Um, the drive-in restaurant is convenient in nice weather, but I seriously doubt it'll ever catch on. Um, I never thought I'd see the day in our kitchen appliances with, with they, if, with, if they would become all electric. They're even making electric typewriters now. Here's my favorite of uh -huh, the bunch. Yeah. I'm just afraid the Volkswagen car is going to open the door to a whole lot of foreign business. <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> oh, man. Marriage doesn't mean a thing anymore. Those Hollywood stars seem to be getting divorced at the drop of a hat. Oh, man, is that true? Um, I think uh, I read the other day where some scientists think it's possible to put a man on the moon by the end of the century. They even have some fellows they call astronauts preparing for it down in Texas. <laughs> well, there's more to that story. Yeah. But anyways, it won't be. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. If, if things keep going the way they are, it's going to be impossible to buy a week's groceries for 20 bucks. Yes, yes, it is. It's impossible. You know, my wife's father loved to tell the story of his mortgage. He paid $11,000 for his house and was worried how he was going to make the $38 a month mortgage payment. Wow. In 1962. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, you guys. Be faithful. Be fearless. We got this. We've lived through all of that. Everything they said came true. All right? You're still standing. You're still standing. It's 2024. Let's do this. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here tomorrow.